Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Monday, March 12, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Before we get started, I just wanted to offer an apology to the Capital Gazette newspaper, and we get our news sources from any number of different places, including the Capital Gazette, and I really do try to be conscientious about giving credit where credit is due, and in a story on Friday about Mike Bush being able to come up with $1.25 million for flooding, during the editing process, I did take out the reference that that was from the Capital. I do apologize to Rick Hutzel and to Chase Cook, who wrote the article, and I promise to try to not let it happen again. Yesterday afternoon, just before 2 p.m., Anne Arundel County Police responded to a multi-vehicle accident on Bush's Frontage Road right there by the Wawa. There were three vehicles involved and six people were ultimately sent to the hospital. One was a senior with fatal injuries. A Ford Taurus was operated by Christopher Dillahunt of Queenstown. He was eastbound on Bush's Frontage Road at a high rate of speed when he sideswiped a Toyota driven by Laurel Zeeler of Arnold. Her car rotated sideways and was T-boned by a Ford F-150 operated by Kathy Ridgely out of Lothian. Zeeler had fatal injuries. Dillahunt, the operator of the Taurus, and his passenger, Tammy Law, were also flown to shock trauma. The other passengers and drivers were transported to local hospitals. The preliminary cause of this crash is failure to remain right of center and excessive speed, and it's also believed that heroin use is a contributing factor. Toys R Us filed for bankruptcy in September. It was hoping to find a buyer or at least reach a restructuring deal. However, the LA Times and the Wall Street Journal are both saying that it didn't go as planned, and now the company is making plans to liquidate 100% of its U.S. operations. There are about a dozen stores in the Baltimore area, including one right here in Annapolis across from the mall. And I drove past there last Wednesday night, and I was shocked that there was one car in front of it. That used to be a real busy store. Here's some legislation we can all get behind, and this comes courtesy of Delegate Ned Carey and Delegate Marianne Lissanti. Freezing credit is free in Maryland, so if you are worried about identity theft and that stupid security breach from Equifax, freezing your credit is free. But those slimy credit reporting bureaus can charge consumers $5 every time they want it to lift the freeze. So if you freeze your credit and then say you want to go buy a car and unfreeze it, bingo, $5 to do that. Well, Delegate Carey and Delegate Lasanti have proposed a bill which will have Maryland join three states where consumers are not allowed to be charged for lifting freezes. I am 100% behind this. I hope Governor Hogan is 100% behind this. And I think we should stick it to these damn credit reporting agencies. The Rotary Club of Annapolis has given away $56,000 as the proceeds from the August Crab Feast. 
which is the world's largest craft beast, I must add. The club received more than 60 applications requesting funds, and they selected 29 recipients. I'm not going to read them all, but some of my favorites are Annapolis Green, the Annapolis Maritime Museum, Anne Arundel County Food Bank, the Boys and Girls Clubs of Annapolis and Anne Arundel County, Chesapeake Region Accessible Boating, or Crab, Gigi's Playhouse of Annapolis, which is a wonderful Down Syndrome, the Olivia Constance Foundation, Seeds for Success, and several others. You can go to ionanapolis.net and see all the lists there. That's great news from the Rotary. If you're looking to get some of that money for next year, applications will be available in July and you need to get them in by November 1st to be part of that deal. And this is a fun story. Fake news. We've heard about it on the national level, on the state level. We even hear about it locally here. And Anne Arundel County Community College is doing something about it. Dr. David Tengwall of Anne Arundel County Community College History Department is starting a new course on March 19th after they get back from spring break. And it is called Calling Out Bullshit, The Art of Deceptive Misrepresentation. And Tengwall said, yeah, this is a fun course, but the reason for it is serious. The world has become oversaturated with bullshit, and though modest, this course is an attempt to fight back. Democracy has always relied on critical thinking. And I will be talking with Dr. Tangwall, and he will be featured on an upcoming episode of the Maryland Crabs podcast. So if you're not listening to the Maryland Crabs podcast, I suggest you do that. Go over to themarylandcrabs.com, or you can go to iTunes and search the Maryland Crabs podcast, and it's there, and subscribe. That's about it for the news We do have George Young up with the weather forecast from DMV Weather, but also hang out because I've got a very, very powerful letter that was written from a teacher in Texas addressed to every student that's talking about walking out of their classrooms in the planned walkout on March 14th. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and here is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, March 12th. So the obvious big question this morning is, where's the storm? Current radar shows an area of snow just off to the southwest of Annapolis and Anne Arundel County, moving northeast toward the region. So the real question is, will it get here at all, and if so, when? The bottom line is we do expect some snow to move across the region later this morning and into the afternoon hours, but the amount still remains in question because there will be a transfer of one storm center, which is now off to our south-southwest, to a new low-pressure center off to our south or southeast along the coast, and that might ultimately limit the amount of moisture greatly as the new storm could stay far enough away to our east-southeast to put the Annapolis area in what looks like a bit of a snow hole on a snow map. That's factor number one. Factor number two all along has been timing and temperatures. Our forecast from Friday night called for a range of three to five inches of snowfall and was based on earlier timing, which we thought would be from around midnight up till 6 or 7 a.m. as the primary time for snow. 
and that would have had the benefit of snow occurring during the nighttime hours. But at this point, clearly that's not the case, as the storm has yet to kick off in the area. So overall for the day, we're now expecting some snow that ultimately mixes with rain, but the net result is now looking very likely to be little or no accumulation, as anything that falls will definitely have to battle warm temps and a strong March sun from behind the clouds. We'll be tracking this all day today, and we'll update with any chances should they occur. So stay tuned for updates, and be sure to track along with us by downloading our free weather app, searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. And of course, you can follow us at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather informed. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your eye on Annapolis forecast. Stay dry and warm out there today, but remember, whatever the weather outside... Have fun and be safe. Hi, this is Randy. And Claudia Boldiga. Please join us and our presenting sponsor, RXNT, on Saturday, April 28th, on AAMC's South Campus for Denim and Diamonds Bash. Proceeds will benefit mental health and addiction services in our community. Now more than ever, we need to focus on this critical need. The Bash sold out last year, so don't delay and join us for this fabulous night under the stars. Can't make the party? You can still help by purchasing a raffle ticket. This year's raffle is a stunning four-piece amethyst jewelry collection donated by Cezanne Jewelers, valued at $5,000. Only 100 tickets will be sold for the raffle, so don't miss out. For event or raffle tickets, go to aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Thanks for your support of Anne Arundel Medical Center's efforts to improve the availability of mental health and addiction services throughout our community. Remember, it's not just a party. It's a party with a purpose. They say opinions are like, here we are with a dose of opinion for you. On Wednesday, March 14th, five out of the 13 county high schools are planning a walkout in support of the shooting victims of Parkland, Florida. Those schools include Annapolis High School, Broadneck High School, Northeast High School, Severna Park High School, and Old Mill. There are probably others that are scheduled as well. However, this weekend, an open letter to students was published by a retired science teacher from Joshua, Texas. David Blair was with the Hearst Euless Bedford Independent School District, and he made some very good points that walking out may not solve anything. Dear students, I know you. I'm a retired teacher of 24 years. I have taught you as 7th graders all the way through 12th grade. This is not a tweet or a text. It's called a letter, lengthy and substantial. Do you really want to make a difference? Are you sincere about making your schools safe? Don't walk out. Read this instead. Walking out of school is easy compared to what this letter will challenge you to do. First of all, put down your stupid phone. Look around at your classmates. Did you see the kid over in the corner alone? He could likely be our next shooter. He needs a friend. He needs you. Go and talk to him. Befriend him. Chances are he won't be easy to like, but it's mainly because no one has tried to like him. Ask him about him. Get to know him. He's just like you in that respect. He wants someone to recognize him as a fellow human being, but few people have ever given him the chance. You can. Next, see the kid eating lunch alone? He could likely be our next shooter. Invite him to eat lunch with you. Introduce him to your fold of friends. You'll most likely catch a lot of flack from friends you eat with because they don't want him upsetting the balance of their social order. After all, who you hang out with is critical to your status, is it not? If status is important to you, don't you think it's important to him also? The only difference being that he has no status because generally shooters have no friends. 
Are you serious about wanting to make your school safe? Invite them to your lunch table and challenge your friends to do something meaningful with 30 minutes of their lives each day. Lastly, are you completely frustrated by that kid who always disrupts your class and is consistently sent to the principal's office? He could likely be our next shooter. Do you know why he causes so much trouble? He initiates disruption because that's the only thing he does that gets him attention. And even bad attention is better than the no attention he receives from you and your classmates. You secretly wish that he'd get kicked out of school or sent to the alternative disciplinary school so that he wouldn't disrupt your classes anymore, that somehow he would just disappear. Guess what? He already feels invisible in a school of thousands of classmates, you included. So before he acts out in your next class, why don't you tell him you'd be willing to help him with the assignment that was just given? Or why don't you ask him to join your study group? If you really want to blow his mind, ask him for help on the assignment. He's never been asked that. Ever. If you've read this far, you probably really do care about the safety of your school. Don't trust that walking out of school will bring an answer. Gun control or more laws is not and will not be the answer. You are the answer. Your greeting, your smile, your gentle human touch is the only thing that can change the world of a desperate classmate who may be contemplating something as horrendous as a school shooting. Look past yourself and look past your phone and look into the eyes of a student who no one else sees. Meet the gaze of a fellow human being desperate to make contact with anyone, even just one person, you. If you really feel the need to walk, walk toward that person. Your new friendship can relieve the heartache of one person and in doing so, possibly prevent the unjustifiable heartache of hundreds of lives in the future. I know you. I trust you. You are the answer. And teachers, my fellow guardians of our youth, I know you too. I know the desire of wanting to make a difference in a young person's life. I know the thrill of stepping in front of a classroom of students but simultaneously intimidated by the trust bestowed upon you. I also know the crushing, sometimes unbearable responsibility that your shoulders are asked to carry. But that's what got you into teaching, because you have big shoulders. And a big heart. You're overworked. I would add underpaid, but you didn't get into teaching for the pay, so it needn't be said. You're underappreciated and exhausted. May I add one more item to that list? You're also a miracle waiting to happen in the life of your worst student. He could likely be our next shooter. The next time, and there always is a next time, he's ready to wreak havoc in your classroom. I challenge you to pull him aside and ask him if he's okay, if there's something bothering him, and if there's anything you can do to help. Your genuine concern for him may be just the miracle he's looking for, the miracle we're all looking for. I know you. I trust you. You are the answer. And it was signed, a former teacher who is as heartbroken as you and trusting you not to walk out on the real answer. David, yes, teachers really do have first names, Blair. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.